because a lot of people run from the struggle and that's the thing about being an entrepreneur right you know i feel like as a as a boss i go above and beyond to make you feel appreciated we there for each other so much that i feel like we don't really um realize that what we do for each other is big Welcome back to another episode of Circle of Success Podcast. I'm your host, Stanley K. Harvey, and what we bring to the table is bomb people with amazing conversations that possibly can change your life. And with that said, I'm going to let everybody introduce themselves. Hey, I'm Lily. I'm Nishan. I'm Nicole Sherrod. And I'm Nikki HG. Welcome back, everybody. We all back together. Uh, you know, we do this together, but we ain't been doing it in a minute because we've been busy. Everybody been working. Everybody been uh, growing, growing their business, doing their company thing. So what's been going on with everybody? How everybody been moving and grooving? Chilling, chilling. <laughs> we've been doing good. Literally just working, like you said, trying to expand what we got going on. Serato, like a rock star, got the glasses on. These little <laughs> rock star. I need some glasses too. Okay, what about you, Lily? What's been going on? Working, trying to. Um, Look like you're working now. Find a marketing team. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Munchie? Working. <laughs> same old, same old. Perfecting a craft. <laughs> Okay, let's get into it there. Uh, I got this story I got, and I'm just want to see if, if is it me or do everybody go through the same thing? But uh, the other day, me and T went to the mall, and uh, we went to West County Mall. And then we, we, we normally park by the Macy's. So when we went to park, it was filled up. Normally, it don't never be filled up, but it was filled up. So you know the mall popping when you filled up. So she like, go to the garage. So I'm like, okay, cool. So I go to the garage. And it's strange because I never go to the garage. Like The garage always got parking spaces. And I don't know why I'm parking in the garage. I'm a out parking lot guy. But I, we park in the garage. And so we parked, got out, uh, started walking in. Got our stuff, started walking in. And it was an older lady in front of us. So we walking behind her to get to the door. Like I'm probably like five feet away from her. And by, by the time she grabbed a door and walking in, I started stepping up to grab a door behind her. But the door just shut. So when the door shut, so it's like mentally I'm felt I felt disrespected. It's strange how you feel disrespected when somebody do something like that. So in my mind, I'm like, you old dirty dog. But <laughs> <laughs> I let it go, though, because I, I, it's, it's strange how she didn't have to open the door for me. Like she don't have to hold the door. She didn't have to do nothing for me. And how did I let that affect me? So my big thing is to ask, like, how did I let somebody or how do we, because I'm not, I'm sure I'm not the only person that do this. How do we let people take us out of our element when they don't owe us anything like, or give us nothing? Like, why, how do we just let them affect it? How do we let that affect our feelings? Or why do we let that affect our feelings? That's good. I think, um, because we have expectations from people because of what we would do. Yeah. Because if you were in front of her, you would have held the door for oh, her. Yeah. So now oh. you like, well, why she ain't hold the door for, <laughs> for me? I would have did it for her. Yeah. And um, because we know that was common courtesy. Like yeah. You know that if somebody's that close to you, you will hold the door open for me. At least a little bit. You're going to pretend. And she just let it go. And it's not that. Like you said, she didn't owe you that, but because it was common courtesy and you felt like you would have did it for her, it affected you, your, how you felt about it. Like, it made you upset, and I would have felt the same way. Like, you saw me. Yeah. Hold the door. Right behind you. Yeah, but 
What's that quote? Stop expecting you from others. Yeah. You know, like stop expecting how you would react from other people because that's when you end up disappointed. Yeah. And I let her like take my energy out of five seconds of me just getting out the car, coming behind her. Like, like I said, she didn't owe me nothing. She didn't have, she didn't have to open the door. Like she, she could have did exactly what she done. She could have been in a rush. Pretzels could have been on sale or <laughs> it could have been something going on that she ain't thinking. And she could be a good person. You know what I'm saying? So she could be good. And, but I think that's, that did affect me. And that's something that, that people need to realize. Like you can't let nobody take you out of your moment because of something that they don't owe you. And I think a lot of us go after that chasing people that we feel like, like if you gave me something, I, I got to just, you got to expect, or me, if I give you something, I just, I can't look for none from you. I just got to know I done something out the grace of my heart. Like I done it for the good of the moment, but I can't expect none from you because I will be disappointed. Like I said, she disappointed me for no, that I took it the wrong way. So that was the thing on that. But another thing I think is we feel obligated. That's another thing. We feel obligated. We think people owe us something, too. That's another thing. Not only that, uh, the common courtesy, but we expect so much from people that don't owe us anything. So I think once we get out of season to feel like people owe us something or feeling obligated, like it, you know, they have to do something, that's another way of um, changing the way you think. And that's for me, too. You know, like you in Forrest, what Lily said, like, expecting people to be who you are that's a big one because we do that all the time and it's hard because each individual is um is different so just because this is what I give out don't mean that's what I'm going to receive back and you got to be okay with that and I think that's part of growth too uh not expecting anything from anyone or not looking for you to do this for me uh whether I know you or I don't or I gave you something or I didn't you know like if if we can live with the attitude that no man owe me nothing your life would be so much more peaceful. Mm, yeah, that's It'd good. be so much more peaceful. So just to even try to get that in your head to nobody owe me nothing. Like not my children, not my husband. Like you don't owe me anything. And what you do give me, I appreciate it. If we can get to that point, like that's good. But I guess, uh, I guess it's, it's the, the idea. I think we talked about it, but the world, that's the world we live in too. Or that kind of give us an idea about where we at and who we around daily. Just think about it. If I'm used to, if I'm used to that action from somebody, I got to be surrounded by that. So they're just saying I'm probably around a lot of good people, right? Like I, I put my life around a lot of good people that I expect that and her life, she probably, she, I don't know. That's probably not what they do there. Like she, they probably just shut the door in your face. <laughs> probably mean they good action, but but other than that, uh, I guess it's the idea from this is uh, how do we show people like like the res when, when people do need it because people do need like you just said people do need that respect and that and that uh, the love and the what is appreciation the appreciation like how do you do that and for they can know you you there for them what's a good idea. As simple as acknowledging, like, I think because of all of that, we just are so used to it. We don't ever, like, be like, hey, thank you for doing that. Yeah. Like, we be we there for each other so much that I feel like we don't really um, realize that what we do for each other is big, big. Like, other families and other people that work together don't do this type of stuff or be there for each other the way that we do. And that's big, so... 
you know, finding time out of your day to come and, you know, see me do something that I wanted to accomplish or whatever, that's big. So I appreciate you doing that. Just acknowledging it, that's, I think, huge in itself. And it's important to do it because then it, it shows me that you're grateful. So when you're grateful, I feel like I can do more for you. Yeah. And that's true. You being grateful for what I done. I think that we do show appreciation, though. You know, yeah. uh, we do say thank you to each other. And even small gestures, bringing flowers and food and, you know, just you there when needed. That's good. And I think one of the big things for me, like, I be, like my uh, love language is, like, gifts. So I always want to buy people gifts. So, like, for my staff, for example, whether it's um, lunch, you know, for the whole staff for the day or give cards or even just a text, you know, you guys killed it today. You know, the restaurant was packed, but we got everybody out in time. Those are the things that make people want to come back again because they want to feel and know that they are appreciated. And so I'm huge on that because um, I know what it feels like to work for somebody and not be appreciated, um, you know, and you feel like you're doing all that you can or all that you know how. And it's like it goes unnoticed pretty much. So um, even like in the workplace, it's, it's, it's a big thing that you should show appreciation to those that are under you. Um, just because it'll keep them coming back. It'll make the environment better to work in. They'll know, you know, that their their boss really cares for them. So I'm really huge on that. Yeah, and the, the thing about that, too, that's what I got to get better in. As me and my company, I think I'm more focused on long as I pay you. And, and like you say, people appreciate things in different manners. So I got to get out of just feeling like, Oh, I'll just pay you. I got to start doing the small gestures to make people feel like, oh, this, this guy really take care of us in many languages compared to just like, hey, he just pay us, get up out of here. So I want to work for someone probably to make less, but understanding that they care. Yeah. You know, it's sympathy when they're going through something, you know, instead of being like, oh, they mom, dad, I'm sorry to hear that, but never really acknowledging that to them. You know, it don't have to be big, but a text or email on their birthday or just something. Yeah. Uh, so I do think it goes a long way. Like that's like, they all ask, why do I ask their birthdays? Like I save it in my phone, nice. you know, so I can remember when their birthday come up to actually acknowledge it and not see it on social media and be like, oh, <laughs> let me text you happy birthday. So. It was one of our daycare workers, um, absolutely loved her job, but you know, it was about the pay. Yeah. But, you know, from my perspective, I'm like, wow, like, you know, I feel like as a as a boss, I go above and beyond to make you feel appreciated, to make you feel welcome, to make you, you know, want to be here and love your job. But um, like you were saying, I just want to pay the people like anybody could pay the people. Yeah. But it's like, what makes your business different? Because when I leave there, mm -hmm. I'm still texting. Hey, I miss I miss the kids. I want to come back and visit. You know, it's like those small things. And it's like, well, why are they still drawn to this place? You making more money now. You know, you you doing what you want to do. But it was something different about the env the work environment here. And like I said, I'm just really big on creating like that safe place, not only for customers, but for the employees as well to like get away. Like it brings me joy when I hear my staff members be like, I'm coming into work. Like it's my off day, but I want to come into work. Like you want to work? Like, but yeah, because I enjoy the work environment that much. So it's really big to just like create that environment and make everybody feel appreciated. I think that goes to um, the trading time for money, you know, and, um, people chasing money and that's what I was asking that question right there I'm like where's the loyalty at you know yeah. like you see people that's loyal to you and care for you and I gotta chase this money you wow. know and I think that also it's important that when you tell your staff or you tell someone that's volunteering or whatever that they're doing good 
whatever you do, don't add a butt behind it. Oh my God, that crushes everything that you just tried to tell me I did good when you came back and said, but you need to, or you did this, or it just kills it. Like you need to find a time for that, but in a time for let me, um, give you your props where they are due right now. Like you did great. And I appreciate you and lead that at that because it's like you, you can make a person feel like they're never good enough to do whatever it is. It, it's never good enough for you. That's good. And I think a big thing with that too is building a person up um, and then building that relationship between you and the person as well. So that way when you do have to give constructive criticism, they'll be open to receive it versus it being nitpicking, you know, and having a relationship and saying, okay, let me do a self-reflection, take a step back. Maybe I do need to correct something. Right. And then some people don't know how to accept it. They're not used to it, you know, rather from their family or whoever. So saying you know, working for somebody who cares versus somebody who pays more, ultimately they don't understand the difference, you know, because it's worth chasing a check to them because that type of loving, welcoming, appreciative environment isn't something that they're used to. And so sometimes that's uncomfortable or it's not perceived, you know, the way you are trying to get it across because that's just not where they come from. Yeah, and that kind of go off when you bought the gifts for the ones at the coffee shop, right? And they left because of that, or was it an idea like you? I think they, I think you told me that she said your boss don't post about you nothing like this, yeah. and that's kind of strange, right? Like I, I don't want to accept something that's somebody genuinely giving to me because yeah. they respect me and they appreciate me being her, but you rather have the money. And the big, I think our big, our big talk out of this is. Somebody that you can, it ain't about the money. It's about just being dedicated with somebody that as they grow, you grow. And people just want a, a quick check. Like, I'm going to go over here and work for her. And they already established. They don't care about you at all. They're just going to give you whatever little couple of dollars you want and tell you if you're fired or come to work. And you could deal with somebody that you help grow their company that as you grow with them, they can give you, you can create your own boundaries at one point, but. I get people don't want to have that. And I don't even think that it has to de- uh, do with money in her case. You know, sometimes people are so, could be so threatened or intimidated by a person, mm-hmm. you know, and so I, in that case at the coffee shop, I don't even think that had to do with chasing money like she had a better job. I think that sometimes it's hard to take from, and especially if someone is younger than you, you know, and you can't like, they just can't bring themselves to like, take that from somebody you know so sometimes it's different reasons but I did get a really good compliment Nishan for you um Elena she said she's been working at her current job I won't mention it for 11 years and the two days at uh latte lounge HG eatery she felt like home she said it was inviting everyone was loving welcoming Uh, She was like, it was more like a family. And she was like, I didn't expect that. I expected to go and help and, you know, make a few dollars. She was like, but it really had me questioning my entire future. Shout out to Elena for coming through (laughs) for us. That was one of my um, big prayers before opening up, you know, before we opened up downtown was that our staff would be like a family. So we literally, nobody knew anybody on the team, but it seems like everybody knew each other, like literally their whole life. So it is definitely... Um, one big family, but again, it's about building those relationships when they came in the door, you know, icebreakers, different things like that to make everybody feel comfortable, um, with each other and just being there for each other. So that's cool to hear. Like how, how everything been turning out? Cause I'm going to talk about that 
you know, everybody think that it's it's just sunshine and roses once you open some up and it look good. Like how how the work been going and how the grind been going to keep it up and keep it as it is because it's been going great. Be honest, everybody love it. So how that been going for you? It's been going good. It's definitely had its, you know, its moments, its lows. The first month was pretty much figuring out systems, making it work, seeing what worked, what didn't work. Um, this was new to my whole family. Like this restaurant field was nothing that we've ever done before. So it was figuring out those systems, figuring out the staff, uh, figuring out our target audience, that whole thing. And so, you know, once we figure that out, which probably honestly has been up to about two and a half, three weeks ago, um, it's been going really, really great. Um, the staff has been great. The customers have been happy. We're just, you know, getting back into the the groove, trying to get everything back in order from the holiday and get everybody back on track. So uh, it's been going good. Last week we had a lot of our staff out sick. So that's, that's one of those weeks where it ain't sunshine and rainbows and you got to be in there from open past close every day, busting tables, hosting, making coffee, being in the kitchen, doing whatever you got to do is necessary because at the end of the day, it's your business and it falls back on you. Um, so you got to fill in, you know, where there's a need, you fill it. Well, you did get, um, I know that you, when you stepped over in the kitchen one time before, it really opened the eyes to one of your staff members that was like, you know, I've never, ever seen, you know, my boss get down to do oh, yeah. the work that we do, you know, get so dirty. that really touched me <laughs> to see that, you know, so every moment is a teachable moment, like every moment, like. You have to live the moments like somebody's watching me, you know, somebody's watching me. I think we're all as a family big on on that. Well, first of all, we all have had to work our own business, you know, until we got to the point that we didn't have to anymore. But I mean, you sweep and mop the floor. I sweep and mop the floor, too. You know, I'm not going to make you do nothing that I wouldn't do, because, again, like I need to be relational. I need to be personal. I need to be down there with you. And I, I don't humble. think any of us. <laughs> yeah, humble. And I don't think any of us have ever gotten to the point that it's like you know, do what I said. I'm your boss, you know, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, I'm, and I'm some people either. get like that, you know, you yeah. get to your head and become a whole new person. No, when I'm out, uh, I get a lot of times people tell me, Oh, move out the way. I got it. You don't got to do it. I, but in my mind, I like, I got to get it done. So that's the thing. Like I got to take this, I got to take care of this. Cause at the end of the day, it's my baby, you know? So, but I do want to make sure I show people, but at the same time, I still got that. I get in here and get down. Yeah. And so, I want to give it up. It's a control thing, I think, sometimes, too. Because, like you said, I know if I do it, it's going to get done. It's going to get done right. Yeah. It's going to get done in time. And so, sometimes, it's like, it took me about four or five years to realize, like, okay, you have to release. Because you can't be in yeah. five different places at one time. So, you got to have faith in somebody and trust somebody, you know, to, to do. Trust that you trained them up well enough to run it when you're not even around. I know. And then my thing is, too, like, you can't, you can't get too deep in it because how you going to grow it? So a lot of times I find myself in the field instead of playing on top of the board and watching where I can move, I find myself in it and I get lost in it. So sometimes you got to sit out on top and just kind of be able to like direct traffic. Okay, this need to go there. This need to go there. And I need to go here to make this grow a little more. But I've been adjusting. Like I've been saying, I said that last time, but it's true for my, my business. I've been, uh, I lost a lot of clients, but I'm rebuilding a lot of clients. So that's been my thing. And trying to play from a different angle. That's another thing. Like I've been trying to focus on another way without getting myself in there too much. Like I, I get in there when I have to, cause that's, it's your baby at the end of the day. But at the same time, you got to realize like, if I don't sit back to help it grow, it will never grow. Yeah. And that's my big thing too. So I've been adjusting and trying to get back on track, trying to get a, uh, a better idea, a new structure. That's been, that's been the cool part about it's, it's 
the struggle. I could talk about, let's, we could talk about struggle now. And the cool part about struggle, like the diamonds you find in the struggle, like struggles seem hard, but you find like the things you need in the struggle. You know, going through the dark tunnel is when you find like all the tools. And that's what I've been finding. Like I went from making more money than I did last, I made more money last year, but I was all over the place. And now I'm like a little more structured cause it got dark. But now I'm coming back out with a idea of how to set it up right, how to get everything right, how to get the payroll right, how to line people up right. And I learned that out of coming out the dark. Like, that been my thing, too. So I guess we could talk about struggle that people don't look for. But when you do hear struggle, you think hard, hard times. That's what we talk. But struggle really is gems. Like, once you go through the struggle, you find them loose spots they say okay i could use this i could use this but i guess it's up to people to work their way through the struggle because a lot of people run from the struggle and that's the thing about being an entrepreneur right because people want to do this but they don't really they don't know how i feel when they get heavy and they get heavy but the biggest thing is to make it through the heaviness because that's where you find a lot of things that gonna prove that that improves the next time around right yeah yeah that's good. <laughs> we don't call them problems they're opportunities there you so, go mm-hmm. I, I like that opportunity to grow and learn so we don't just go through it we grow through it so th- i feel like that's the probably the same for all of us we learned the most when we were down at the lowest yeah. so i didn't know that you learn how to even do new things for your business when you ain't got no choice but to learn how to do new things for your business so definitely every time something happens it's like okay what is my perspective going to be about this? Because I could very well be down to the point where I don't learn anything from it or take it as a lesson and figure out how I can grow, how I can help someone else grow from this and then, you know, move on from that. And that's true. And another thing that, if y'all want to touch on that, but I'm going to switch it up. Like what I've been doing lately is like my habits, like building new habits because habits kind of help you it, it either make you or break you the habits you take day to day it make you or break you so lately i've been doing new habits like um towards like data even not even only my business like personal habits like for me to because i learned when you build your business you basically building you right because the bigger you grow the bigger your business grow if i don't never build my habits of growing myself I, my business is only going to be as far as i go so that's my main thing like personally like breaking in me and it's like trying to shift the way I was thinking or to shift the way I was taught just to grow and just to grow my company so why are habits good why do y'all think habits are good and how y'all think habits make you or break you like what's the idea of that what pastor said yesterday habits build your character and your character is like a very important thing you know and so I think habits are good because you said it, though, you know, uh, my company can go only as far as I go. So I think, you know, as you build yourself and even with your health, you know, just like he said, the bottle of water every morning, like it's it's the what we may think is a small thing. But doing those small things, because, of course, I need to take care of my health, you know, um, or I won't be able to even take care of my business because I wouldn't be, you know, in good health to be able to even think to do my business. So that's important. Uh, you know, on your journey with your habits is to incorporate your health along with your wealth, you know, and things like that, you know, so habits are important because it grows you and that's who you are. You know, that's who you are when you, when you begin to do this thing over and over and over. And again, I think that goes back to what I say, what's in you comes out of you type deal. So what am I putting in me? Uh, So if I'm purposely putting these habits, doing these habits, that's what I'm putting in me and that's what will come out of me. 
Yeah, my friend Kiara texts probably at midnight last night. She was like, friend, you haven't sent me your goals. So she shared hers and I shared mine. And um, she was like, okay, we got it. And then she said, well, God wouldn't have instilled them in us if he didn't give us the tools to obtain them. And I shared with her about the, you know, what Pastor talked about in the screenshot. And she was like, bingo, you know. Uh, she was like, your future is shaped like in your mind. Like, so if you could start to build the image, then the whole picture will come to life. But it was just a good conversation to talk with, you know, like like-minded people. She's always, if I don't text her, if I did something or didn't do something, it's like she's on it. So it was nice to be able to, on a spiritual level, to have somebody understand that side of the aspect of goals, not just can I hit, you know, 20 million. It's like uh, we have the capabilities through God to do this. And she's like huge. Okay. We up in our, you know, offering this year, like we used to always do a hundred dollars on top of each commission tide. And so now it was like, okay, we're doing $200 on top of each commission tide plus, you know, telling her other things. So just to challenge you, but to do better. And also knowing that these habits that you're doing is shaping you like into a better person. That's good. I think uh, Pastor was saying also yesterday, it was just um, timely, I guess, for the beginning of the year and everything, but who? where do you want to be on December 31st of this year? Mm -hmm. So once mm -hmm. you imagine that for you, whether it's just me as a person, this is what I want for me, this is what, what I want for my company. If I see, if I know what my end goal is, now every day, my day-to-day -day things that I do is what's gonna get me there. So if I know I wanna make a certain amount of money by the end of the year, I know I can't slack just because it's January now. So I can't slack now. Like I know I have to go hard day to day in order to make it to, you know, obtain these goals at the end of the year. Yeah. And you know what's cool? Like this is when you know you're around like like-minded people. Like, Cause on New Year's Day, I set up, I did my my routine or whatever. I did our family affirmations and I created my goal list that night. But then when I woke up, Munchy was like, did y'all set up y'all goals? Literally, like I did, I did. I was like, that's cool. Cause everybody like in your circle, if you in the right circle, they on the same thing without you even knowing y'all on the same thing. You just like, I was in my own zone. Like, okay, I'm gonna create my list. This. This is what I need to start doing more often, and I need to do this. I need to. I said I need to accomplish something that's gonna scare the life out of you. That was mine. I, I said twelve things this year that's scary to me, yeah. but it push me out of my comfort zone. Twelve a lot too. That's a good one. <laughs> I mean, it don't gotta be big. It can be eating something like I wouldn't eat squid. Maybe I'll try it. You know, like yeah, I mean, twelve still good. I said one, but twelve <laughs> like I need <laughs> twelve a good. I need to probably up mine, dear. Like to shake me up a little bit, and that's my thing. I want to shake myself, like. Yeah, it got to be that crazy. Just yeah, because I put most definitely at least one book a month. I have to finish one book a month. I literally said twelve books this year. Like, however I can break that up, I need to do twelve books this year. Audible, paper. Yeah, I, I had books. I started too. I started a book, a hard book. I usually do my audibles, but I started a book called uh, The Hard Way. Brad Lee, uh, he like a salesman guy, but he kind of explained things about. He basically what he go through, he trying to stop me from going through it. But seemed like it's it's good. I started it earlier, but I'm on books too. I'm trying to uh, get. I guess 
twelve books would be cool. <laughs> like yeah. twelve yeah. books a would book be amount. good. That's that's um, <laughs> I didn't write it down, but that's one of my goals to read more. Um, I'm, I always say that I'm not a reader, so I'm trying to change my language and be more open to it. So I purchased um, Atomic Habits, which I should have read this book because readers too. are leaders. Mm-hmm. And I'd be struggling. I'm more of a podcast type of girl, but I'm trying to do more books. So I bought it on my um, on the book app or whatever on the iPad. And I haven't started yet, y'all. I bought it on Christmas. <laughs> so <laughs> pray for me. I'm trying to trying to read. I'm not going to say a book a month because reading is just not my thing. So I'm I'm trying to, again, switch my language and get into reading more. So uh, Audible. I do Audible. It's kind of like a podcast, but I, it's just... It's the monotone voice. I can't do it. But a, but a <laughs> podcast, I can, I can do that. No, I do the Audible. I, I got Atomic Habits, too. Yeah. And it's funny because T was talking about that book earlier, too. I they, guess this I must be the book. I have Atomic Habits. I think home. yesterday, wow, Pastor is all in this. Yeah. He said that that was like the number one book, you know. Oh, yes, yeah, the number one selling book. I have that one at home if you, you already bought it. Yeah, I bought it. I'm going to use that $14.99. <laughs> but that's the goal, right? The readers are leaders. Uh, show people you appreciate them. Don't shut the door on people. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally, and figure, t- figure. Yeah, I can't even say. And <laughs> what else? But use that, use that little thing there, and then say, okay. Let me take. One, let's do one day at a time, y'all. Because when we do go time, I'm gonna change my life. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, change yeah. next ten years. <laughs> but <laughs> let me true. change today. So each day, just be like. Let me go out here and do something that show somebody I appreciate them. You know, let me go hold yeah. the door for somebody. You know, like yeah. each day when you look for that, you know, and because y'all, another thing we do, we attract what we look for, what we think, what we think coming to us, it, it yeah. comes, it, we attract that, you know. So um, I was thinking the other day when I think about the people that helped me and for me when we were talking on the lab last podcast it was something I after I heard it I'm like I should have said this you know because you uh, Stan said something about we are today something I'm like we are today because of what we did the last five years that's why we are where we are today you know so you abuse people and you know feel away because somebody else is here but what did you do with the last five years of your life or the last year of your life you know and that's why we are building what we're doing today is really building us for the next five years of our lives so make sure when you putting your time in that you think about that you're building up for your for your future. You know, it's not even about today, but I'm planning today for where I'm headed to. That's good. Yeah. yeah. One thing at a time, right? One thing at a time, one day at a time. So be realistic with yourself. Like yeah. she was saying, pretty much don't like Lily put 12, but you put one because maybe that's what you feel like, you know, is yeah. is scary for you. So it's like you got to be realistic and make attainable goals because otherwise at the end of the year when you write your accomplishments you know you looking back at your goals it's like you yeah didn't did, didn't do anything so yeah. and this hold up it's funny i ain't trying to cut you off sorry but when y'all like the pictures like oh yeah look at our pictures i'm like i don't want to look at my pictures because i don't know what i done <laughs> look at the pictures at the top of the year to show you all the accomplishments i'm like i don't know what i done at the top but I'm, I'm probably in half them pictures with y'all though you know, so we did a lot you know yeah. I, when i i got to go through that i said okay i'm not gonna just turn their phone up like this because you know I got some stuff in my 12 months like I was looking through there we did all you know some things that we all did you know but I'm like wow you know uh there is a lot of fun accomplishments you know it's just a lot of things that happened in 12 months that you like dang that was this year yeah yeah you know like because when you sent the pictures of us with the Lily Pearl Foundation set up I said oh whoever sent it I'm like that that was that was that year and then it was January. Like, it's, it seems so short. Like, the time seems so short. But I guess you better 
Yeah. Oh, Launch yeah. the podcast. Um, the uh, the venue, the <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> you know, six vacations for me. <laughs> you know. I don't like, think I didn't know. I was grinding all year, so. Like I said, I was doing the uh, the learning. I was in my learning phase. Man, one thing I will suggest to anybody that's in business, even if you're not in business, like it's a must that you get away. Like you have to get away from everything and like reprogram that mind and come back and be like, okay, I'm fresh. Like that's important. Like I, is, there's nobody that, no successful person that I know that hasn't, you know, explained about getting away or taking that time. Like, it's important. Like, when we just left for Christmas, that's all I, I mean, when I say, what is St. Louis? What is those businesses? It was just like we were in the moment, and it was like family, and it was like fun, and these things are worth it to me, you know? And it's like, even when we out to brunch and they went to get ready to talk, nope, mm-mm. <laughs> we don't want to hear about y'all business, but let's just enjoy this, this brunch right here right now. And that's what it was. You know, it was like you took your problems and your worries. You like, pew, I left them back there at the airport and I'm out, you know, and, and it felt good. Like everybody been like, how was your trip? I'd be like, it was amazing. It was great. You know, because that's how I felt like it was so peaceful, so peaceful being somewhere. I don't know nobody. I don't have to run into nobody. It's us and we enjoying each other. And that's that. And that's kind of cool. Like if you think about it, I mean, all of us got businesses, businesses, but when you do go out of town how your business kind of leave your head and you like somewhere else and that's that's a good thing right it kind of it do reset you i mean i guess it depends on how deep you are in your business but it do give you that i don't have to worry about out of town make you feel like i don't have to worry about nothing because you come home you like right back on it like right back on it bro larry we he probably was sleep five hours i'm like see you he like right back at it as soon as we fly in back on monday i'm like nah you know and it's funny, you can jump right back into the same feelings. Like, if you're feeling like that high anxiety and that anxious, you jump back into that. And the scary part is, that feeling is the what create everything, though. I feel like, yeah, I came back with a different fire. You know, um, you know, even Larry wasn't like, oh, my God, it wasn't any of that that week, you know. Uh, and the crazy part about that, y'all straight had to feet on the ground for y'all that whole week, you know, and it still wasn't like, you were happy. You guys were happy to be back. Yeah. I, get, I guess that's that refreshing. Yeah, let's get back to work. Sometimes, yeah, then you get back and you feel good. You're back. And you go a little harder. Yeah. yeah. So, you do, yeah, you're right. You need that. And you ideas. Appreciate, you appreciate that. Uh, what is it? The lover? <laughs> ideas come when you out of town. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. That's where a lot of people, we think about it, that's where the guy got Starbucks from, from across seas, you know. That was they got the lounge for a latte lounge, baby. Cross seas. <laughs> okay, uh, we'll wrap it up. I'm gonna leave y'all with these keys to success. Be resilient, be bold, and be a blessing. Till next time. The circle.